Hi, I'm Kate. Hi, I'm Usma, and we are two moms out to save the world. My friend Kate is a passionate woman teaching women about sovereignty. And my friend Uzma is passionate about how to survive as a mom after the kids have grown and flown. Together, we want to break societal norms and bring a new perspective to life and the world around us. Join us as we create an alternate perspective for a richer life and better relations. We are two two moms out out to save the world. (laughs) Hello, hello, Kate. How are you? Hello, Uzma. I am good. How are you? How is your day going so far? Well, it's going really good. I grounded myself, which was amazing. And then I came into my computer room and I started doing my work and I started smelling some smells. And it seems like my mother is cooking something outside and I can smell all the food and she cooks Pakistani food, right? Yes. So all the curries and the spices are slipping through the door and I've just had my coffee. I haven't had breakfast and my stomach is like because of the smells, you know, I just want to be like, Ooh, because I love it when she cooks because I'm the person that when my mom's cooking, I go and I go in the pot or I go in the dish and I taste it just right when it's so fresh. And she'll always be like, I know you picked it, but what do you think? <laughs> you know, was it too spicy? How was the salt? Does it taste okay? Mom, it was so amazing. It was so amazing. And Oh, so your mom's with you right now. Yeah, yeah, she's with me right now. And so there was chicken that I took out because I was going to cook it. And she texted me, I'll do it for you. I'm like, okay, That's go awesome. ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's really good. How long is she there? How long? Um, she comes back and forth. Like, you know, I'm in Illinois, about an hour and a half from St. Louis. Yeah. So she lives in St. Louis. So she'll come here for two, three weeks, go back, just back and forth whenever she feels like it. So she has a room here and she just hangs out and it's fun. That is really fun. That's yeah. cool. So how was your morning? Oh, my morning was good. I did a, a meditation to um, open my third eye. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Tell me about it. Yeah. Why do you, why are you laughing about it? What's no, I, I, I don't know. I just think, I, I think it's, it's funny. Like, like, I don't know, like, you know, my regular friends don't, you know, would, that is not something that you would ask them how their morning was and that they, you know, like you and I, we have our, our rituals in the morning that I'm sure a lot of people are like, you know, you go outside and walk barefoot when it's 20 degrees, right? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) You you and I do stuff that, that I don't know, maybe uh, the rest of the world doesn't. No, I totally believe in the third eye because sometimes I feel like my third eye is uh, is just planted on my head and it's a heaviness right there. Yeah. You can, yeah. 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 What's like one of your chakras? My chakras. You know that. Your chakras. Yeah. My chakras, the crown one. Yeah. Yeah. Crown. One that, yeah, exactly. Third eye. The yeah. Third eye. Yeah. So that third eye, sometimes when I think about it, I can feel it just sitting there. Yeah. I think that's the hardest one for me. Yeah. I like the heart ch- chakra too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I told I you like a fun story about my heart. Exactly. Chakra. exactly. We're going to save that for <laughs> yes. another episode. When you hear Kate's story on her <laughs> opening of the heart, like a lot of times, you know, you're just like, Oh, you do these meditations. Is it really going to work? But this meditation really was amazing for Kate. Yeah, exactly. And I I want to know what you're talking to me about today. Um, what yoga does to heal your wounds. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, yoga has so many benefits. We know that, right? Yeah. You know, it helps with spirituality, with mind, with the heart, with health, everything with movement. You know, I always tell the story about how I have, 
um, before the pandemic, I had a 90 and 94 year old couple and they used to take yoga with me once a week and they played tennis, they drove, they traveled, they did everything, you know, and they still live on their own next door to my mom. And they are so like energetic. And I asked them, you know, have you always done yoga? And they said that in their, I think they were 45 and they took up the practice and it changed their life because they're not dependent on their kids they're mentally aware. It's just changed them. And they're like, they recommend it to everybody. So it's really amazing to see. That is amazing. I'm going to say something a little controversial. Ready? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I like, I, I, I don't want to get too deep in this, but do you, are you aware that there are like certain religions that are um, against yoga? No, I wasn't aware. I just thought it was just a, a universal thing. Yeah. No, they think it's like a tool of the devil. Oh, really? Can you name one? I can, but I'm afraid to. Okay. Don't. That's fine. But I didn't (laughs) know that because you know what? I mean, I think that some people think it's like a, just an Indian thing and it's a religion and it's cultural thing. Yeah. But I look at it as movement and health and I don't look at it. Yeah. A tool. Yeah. I don't look at it as associated with a culture or a religion or, you know, sun salutations or praying to the universe or the God. I don't look at it as that. I look at it as a health benefit. And when you look at it as that, then I think it just becomes so much more um, universal. Yeah. Yes. I a hundred percent agree. It just, you know, being on social media that has come into my periphery a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like not meditation, yoga, those kind of practices are, um, are tools of, um, Satan. So anyway, I I, I don't subscribe to that at all. I think, (laughs) I I think yoga is amazing. Meditation is amazing. Um, and, and yeah, anyway, so (laughs) Oh, that's really interesting. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll talk to you about that offline a little bit, but yeah, um, talk to me about it offline. But you know what also is that what I have had a lot of moms say, you know, when I talk about yoga, they're like, oh, I tried it. I couldn't do it. A lot of people make excuses. They think that they need to be flexible to do yoga. Oh, and a thing, and the thing is, you don't need to be flexible. Yoga makes you flexible. And yeah. some moms, I'm not going to do yoga. I'm not flexible enough. I couldn't do that. Well, unless you do yoga, you won't be able to do that. Well, there, there are so many aspects to yoga too, right? It's, yeah. It is about movement, but it's, I mean, tell me the other things that yoga is. is well, it's about movement, work. moving your body. It's about health benefits because when you twist and you turn and you open up, you know, you're releasing toxins in your body. It's also about spirituality, feeling good, having that time on your own, you know, your mindset, you know, really getting that time because it really helps you in so many different ways because, you know, as moms, as women, we're just going, going, going. So this is like your break. Yeah. You know, away from everything. And a lot of moms, I don't have time. I have to sit so quiet, you know, and I can't sit there and the silence, it's just my mind is always running. But in the beginning, it is hard when you're doing yoga. It's always going to be hard. And then the more you do it, the easier it gets and it becomes a habit and a part of life. It's just starting with step one. So know? what would you just say to somebody? Because when I think of doing yoga, I think, oh, my God, I got to commit like an hour to doing yoga. Yeah. 
Well, that's if you're going to do a whole practice. I mean, there are like things like hip exercises or, you know, do your sun salutations. You know, yoga can be five minutes. It can be 60 minutes. It's really just moving your body into a certain way and whatever feels comfortable to you. And you won't know that unless you try it. Right. So t- talk to me about how hope, how yoga can heal. Okay. Me. So the first thing is to know is that yoga is an individual practice. Right. So when you go into a studio or you do it online or you do it by yourself, it's really about you doing it and nobody else. You don't look at anyone else. You don't care what anybody else is doing. Like you might be able to touch your toes and I can only touch my knees. And that's okay because everybody's practice is individual. That's what we need to remember. Because sometimes we go into a studio or we see a teacher and they're bending all over backwards and we're like, oh, I give up. Uh So it's really about having self-compassion too. And not comparing yourself and not comparing yourself and having no judgment. It's like when you go and you decide to do yoga, you have to get rid of any judgment and just tell yourself, this is all the best I can do. And that I'm just going to do it, you know, and I'm amazing. And just the fact that I'm practicing is something in itself because you're taking action. Right. So you're saying you need to celebrate every, yes. every, every pose, every bend, every knee or toe touch. Exactly. And a lot of times, you know, when we're going through things and life is just really hectic and all that, yoga can bring you clarity, right? It's a time where you can get rid of brain fog because you're by yourself. And even if you're in a room with a whole bunch of other people, the practice is just yours because you don't care what anybody's doing. So, you know, I would get like thoughts in my head, you know, of my kids or my husband or my mom or my dad or what life was going on. And they would all start coming in. Oh my God, I got to do this. Oh my gosh, I have to do this. Or this is a problem. And then slowly I'd be like, okay, these are the problems. How can I solve them? So it's kind of like that time where you get your clarity and you get your focus and you calm down and think about your breath as well. Right. Yeah. So it's also time to um, sort out your feelings and your emotions. So that's how yoga is one way can help you heal any wounds because what we do is we push it aside, you know, in daily life and we just keep on going, Oh, this isn't working. I'll go try this path or this isn't working. But when you're in yoga, you're stuck, right? You're stuck doing the poses. You're stuck in the room with other people. You're, you're just, so you have to really start thinking and solving those problems. So it kind of, it kind of, forces you to be mindful. Exactly. Because we just blow off things and then they build up, then they become toxins. And then one day your kid will be like, you know, where's the shoes, mom? I put them in the driveway. And you're like, what do you mean? Where's the shoes? (laughs) We blow up. (laughs) You blow up. You know, how many times? This is my life. And then you start saying all these crazy things. If I never had kids, you guys never do anything. You all are selfish. You know, we just go. Isn't that funny? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And it's because we haven't had that moment to just regroup and have that clarity. You know, just like when you go out with your girlfriends, you come home and you're like, I'll cook dinner. I love all of you. You guys are the best people ever because you've had that break and that clarity. Oh, I don't hang out with the same kind of girlfriends you do. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, why is the dishwasher still not unloaded? (laughs) No, you just feel happy, right? Yes. yes, Yoga gives you clarity and it makes you feel happy. It's that kind of a feeling. The second Mm -hmm. one thing is it helps you pause. Because when I teach yoga, a lot of people, when they teach, they go through all the movements. What I do is like, I'll do two movements and I'll be like, okay, stop and breathe. 
Right. And then I'll do a couple of others. I'll be like, okay, stop and breathe. Just notice. Because I want you to learn what you learn on the mat, you take in your daily life as well. Because yoga should not be doing your movements and saying, I did my yoga. I'm great. Check. Yoga should be what I learned now. Yeah. I'm going to take with me. What do you think about that? I, 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 I love that because I, um, you know, I, I'm becoming my, my word for this year. And I know everyone's doing a word for this year and I'm not doing a word for this year. Cause everyone's doing a word for this year. I just, <laughs> I just, I have two words and but my first word was intention. Um, because I have just, you know, such limited time. I'm trying to be more mindful of my time, be more intentional of my time. So I, I love that you stop and you're like, okay, you know, breathe because we have to do that more just in everyday life. Right. Like, you know, some, some jerk just cut me off right when I'm driving. And instead of, you know, flipping on the bird and tell them to F off, like I normally do, if I could just take a breath and realize, you know, I probably cut people off sometimes too, you know, just, just reconnect to myself instead of connect to my inner self, instead of the outer chaotic environment that maybe I'm experiencing. Yeah. Do you pause throughout your day at all? I do. I really do. Yeah. Awesome. Because I say, you know what, if you're going to laundry and then going into the dishwasher, do your laundry, stop, take a couple of breaths, then go up to the dishwasher. If you are going into a doctor's appointment or the grocery store, sit in the car, take a couple of breaths, then go into your appointment. Yeah. Let me talk about the grocery store. Cause you know, I do work at Whole Foods yeah. now and um, uh, I'm, I, I cashier there. And um, so this has been so helpful because I hate when people won't bag their groceries, right? Like drives me insane that there's this long line, people won't bag their groceries. So um, most people are perfectly lovely about, you know, taking care of their stuff, but it, you know, I start getting in that, oh my God, you know, who is this person thinking that they can stand there on their phone or just watch me while I bag their groceries. Yeah. <laughs> and it is those times that I just like, I, I literally stop what I'm doing and I will breathe and refocus, you know, and try to exude a little bit of love energy out and, um, or like in between customers that come, I, I will stand there while they're like looking at me and throwing their groceries on and just take a deep breath. And most of the time I see them do the same thing. If they see me breathe, they breathe too. They're like, yes. oh, could I do? <laughs> so I do use that a lot. Awesome. Well, breathing is like yawning contagious. Yeah. You know, like you'll go through Facebook or you'll just see somebody on TV or if you see someone breathe, you're like, oh. I need to do that too. And you start breathing. It's yeah. really cool. Right. Yeah. 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 So really reflecting and um, designing your life. So it's not like a rat race because yes. we're all at that age. We're all at in that life where we shouldn't be thinking about the rat race. We should be thinking about ourselves. So pausing really brings calmness and it just takes literally two seconds. It really does. Just take three breaths, just three big breaths, inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Just let go of what doesn't serve you. Yeah. I three, love that. Right. Number yeah. three is movement. Move your body for, you know, health so that you're stretching, you're opening up your heart. And also as we get older, you notice our hips get tight, our shoulders get tight. Yeah. And if we don't move our body and take care of it, you know, in all these ways, then, you know, as we get older, we're going to regret it. Right. Because now yeah. we're living in a world where kids are moving off. So they're not around. Everybody's living their own life. 
you know, it's a pandemic. So people aren't coming over. So if you're not healthy mentally and physically, then you're going to really regret it later. Yeah. I had a yoga teacher tell me one time we were doing twists and I, I find this super interesting. I think about this a lot. And she, she was talking about how, like, you know, you might get a massage on the outside of your body, but doing twists and yoga actually helps massage your organs yes. on the inside. So they yes. work more efficiently. Yeah, I think so that's you, amazing. Yeah. So you're massaging your organs. Like when you yeah. sit down, you do the right twist or the left yeah. twist, or you bend over, you're stretching your side. You know, yeah. if you bend down, you're really stretching your back. So you're elongating your body. And if you notice, like if you don't do stretches for a while, your body is just stiff. It is. Right. So it's really, really important for longevity, because if you're moving up until you get older and you're healthy, then you're going to live longer. Right. You know, if you're not moving your body and it becomes brittle and you don't think about your health, then you're going to live less or be dependent. And that's something that none of us want to be. Yeah, no, that's that's a really important part. Right. Like you want to you. You, you hear this analogy all the time. Like you want to, um, to live your life. Like you want the ending you to be like sliding into home base, right? Yes. Like you've been running around the field and the best way to do that is, is taking care of your health. And like you said, yoga is so good for that. Like, so, so when you're 99 years old, you can still travel and walk around that city you want to visit, right? Like exactly. quality of life, quality of life. That's exactly And number four would be mindset. It really, you know, when you're doing yoga, you start feeling grateful, you start feeling at peace and you start feeling, you know, thankful for your body that it's able to move and the thoughts come in and you just really start getting into that calm mood. In the beginning, it's really hard because in the beginning you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I have to think of this, I have to move this, your mind, you know, and once you align your mind and your body, and you start doing a yoga practice, it really, really gives you calm and contentment. It brings you joy because you're doing something for yourself. You know, you're taking that time out and you're clearing your mind of anything that doesn't serve you, any negative thoughts. And slowly all the toxins in your body start to release. So, you know, like yoga teachers or people that are always happy or that, you know, if somebody says something, they're like, oh, it doesn't matter, let it go. Yes. You know, people who are just always like, whatever, you know, and you can say anything to them and they're just all in this little bubble. It's because they're aligned with themselves, with their mind, their spirit, their body. And they probably, if you ask them, they take yoga or meditate. Yeah, no, I love that. I, I love just, just doing something for yourself is so yeah powerful. It, yeah. It teaches us that, you know, we're amazing. You know, we're amazing human beings and we are powerful, right? And it's also a way, like I said before, it's a way for you to have your time on your own. You know, if nothing else, it's your time because in this life throughout the day, we're just doing so many things. And if you can take time out to do yoga, you've got every benefit that you can think of. You know, you don't need to go, you know, you don't need to go have, like I said, lunch with your friend. You don't need to, you know, worry about taking a hot bath. I mean, all those things are extra, but yoga will satisfy everything. And then you can add on extra things if you have time. I love that. Yeah. Um, Number five, it helps you to notice because noticing, and we talk about awareness, awareness. Yeah. So well, a lot awareness. It helps you with attention. 
because you notice, you notice how your body is feeling. And once you become aware of how your body is feeling, then you can choose what you want to eat, choose what you want to do, do what you want to do, because you'll notice those signals in your body. Because our body is constantly giving us signals, but we ignore them. We don't notice them. And then when something happens, we're like, oh, I should have. Why didn't I? We use those negative words. But in yoga, when you're standing, you know, in your tree pose or you're laying down in savasana, you can feel how your body's feeling. Yeah. You notice what is working, what is not working. You notice how your mind is. And it allows you to really be authentic because being authentic is so important. You know, I was listening to Mel Robbins and she was, and somebody said, why are so many people attracted to you? You know, why are you so popular? She said, because I'm authentic. I know who I am. I notice myself. I'm aligned with myself. It's really hard to be authentic because we worry about judgment and everything. Yeah. But once you're authentic, so many doors open and you change as a person. Well, yeah, being authentic is, is really like honoring your soul's purpose, right? Yeah. yeah. That's um, awesome. I love yeah. that. So when you notice, you know, you um, live life with intention. I love that word intention. You say intention. it a lot. And <laughs> exactly, word. exactly. That's your word. But you become mindful as well when you notice. Yeah. So many things happen because we never notice, you know, we notice other people. We notice right. when our kids are unhappy. We notice when our partner is unhappy. We notice when somebody is not feeling well, but we never notice ourselves till it's too late. Right. So yoga, yoga, ha- like kind of forces you to, to um, have a deeper connection with every, I guess, everything you like your body, your mind, your, your emotions, it's all of it. Exactly. So it helps you heal. Yeah. Right. And, and people might be frou-frou, you know, oh, yoga, yoga, but it really does. Once you start the practice, people are addicted. And yoga does not have to be twists. They're not have to be t- turns, you know. Yoga just has to be you taking time out for yourself and just breathing and noticing and really solving things that are inside. Because, you know, we have so much going inside of us. And that's where all the, you know, negativity and the way we are, if we don't solve our insights, then we're never going to be able to solve our outsides. We think getting manicures, pedicures, you know, having the best car, the best house, our hair is done every week is what really helps. But when you're sitting alone in a room, is the hair really helping you? Are the nails really helping you? Right. Do you like who you are? Right. Can, Can you sit by yourself happily? Exactly. Yeah. That's wow. That's deep. (laughs) Yeah. But, but you know what, when you, when you are able to do a yoga practice, you know, by yourself or, you know, in a room and not have to worry about anybody else, then you go into yourself and you know who you are because you have to be your best friend before you can be a friend to anyone else. If somebody asks you who your best friend is, you should say, I'm my best friend. I am my best friend. Yeah. If somebody says, you know, do you like, what do you, what's your favorite food? You shouldn't be like, Hmm, I don't know. Ask your daughter, what is my favorite food? What do you think I eat? You should be like, I like pizza. Yeah. We always ask, you know, what is my favorite show? Be like, what show do I like? I'll ask my husband. He'll be like, isn't this the one you like? I'm like, how come he knows? But I don't know. Well, I think you're looking for somebody to, um, to validate what you, you know, because you're afraid of judgment, right? When that happens, right? Yeah, but 
but we should be validating ourselves. We well, you bring up a good point right there too, right? Like, like you talk a lot about in your group, like, you know, um, women, the empty nesters who their kids don't need them anymore. Right. And, and it probably was all along that they were like, yeah, well, what do I like? I don't know because I've lost myself in this whole trying to keep people. I say this just trying to keep people alive. Right. I had kids. It's like juggling, trying, trying to make sure everybody lives through the next few years. And, um, and we do just kind of lose ourselves. So it sounds like yoga is a good place to find yourself. Exactly. I mean, I t- can't tell you, Kate, how many empty nesters, they have the time, but they don't take the action, right? Yeah. You have all this time now. And so many moms have said, oh my gosh, it's been six months since my kids have left the house. I'm looking up and truly, I don't even know what I like. I tell my kids to eat broccoli, but I don't even know if I love broccoli anymore. I don't know who I am, what my purpose is, because you've been so in that rat race. And so, you know, that's why... I, you know, started yoga because of my own journey with being an empty nester. But when I see moms sit down and do their yoga, take their breaths or their movement, their faces in the beginning are so tense. And then after the yoga, it's just like their, their faces are so different because they finally have had time for their thoughts, their understanding, their body, their understanding who they are. And the more they do it, the more they start knowing what they want for themselves in the second half. That's so good. Why, why do you think, why do you think women have a hard time getting started? Because of overwhelm and confusion that stops us right away because they're like, Oh, I'm going to start a yoga practice. And they go into a studio. They don't know the poses. Oh, that makes so much sense. Right. Right. So everybody's doing cat cow. They're like, what the hell is this animal pose? Everybody's laying down Savasana and they're standing in tree pose, <laughs> you know, or they're beginner yoga. You know, if you go in your forties and your fifties and you're beginning, or you see all these people around and they're touching their toes and they're moving and they're twisting and you can barely even bend down for five minutes. I mean, it's so hard to do downward dog at the beginning, your wrist and your arms hurt so much. We and do. when you're in a room yeah. for the first time and everybody's doing downward dog for five minutes and you can barely do it. You're just like, forget this. My dog does downward dog every morning. And I always call it out like every, (laughs) you you know, you watch your pets when they get up first thing in the morning, they stretch. And my, my little pit bull does like this big stretch and downward dog. And I, I'm always like, Oh, downward dog. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, So, you know, yeah, exactly. Follow your animal. So really overwhelm and taking off more than you can chew. And that's why I created my step-by-step course, which is each pose for eight weeks. Yeah. So it's a eight week course. And every day we do one 40, we do 40 poses within the eight weeks. And every day it's two to five minutes of learning a pose because that is how you break it up into steps. You just don't go into a studio or you just don't say, I'm going to do yoga and I'm going to do it every day. So I'm going to sign up for a membership in which I'm going to pay tons of money and go for a week, you know, every day for a week. You say, no, I'm going to sign up and I'm going to go once a week. And if once I get used to it, I'll go once, you know, twice a week, we just chew off more than we can. Yeah. Well, I think the great thing about yoga too, is you can literally do it in your living room. Yes, exactly. Which are people are doing now and they're starting it because you need to also, I mean, with a pandemic and all, you need to be doing it at home because you're going to a studio. You don't know. And wearing a mask and doing yoga is really difficult. You know, you've worked out and you haven't been able to do it. Yes. You know, when you worked out. Yeah. Yes. 
yeah, I did work out and I stopped, I, I unjoined the why because I'm like, I can't, I can't work out with a mask on. Yeah. And if you live in beautiful weather, doing it outside is amazing. I love doing yoga outside. Oh my gosh. I did. I do it whenever the weather's nice. I take out my mat and just the sun and the breeze against you. It's just a whole nother feeling to do yoga outside. That's awesome. This has been so informative. I love this talk. Awesome. I'm so glad you like it. Can I run through all five one more time? I would absolutely love you to run through all five. Okay. So yoga helps with clarity. Um, You should pause. It helps with movement, mindset, and it helps you notice. Those are the five things that are really going to help you heal your wounds and um, create calm and bring joy to your life. I love it. I love it. Is it making me want to go jump on my yoga mat? I know, right? Me too. (laughs) I just got a new flower one, which is going to be really cool in the videos. So I'm excited to um, do that. Do you like like candles and stuff when you do yoga? I do. I like candles. I put my diffuser on. I have a little bit of cool music and I try to be in a lighted area. So So that's a good way. Yeah. That's a good way for women to, to get into it and maybe make it more of a habit, right? Like if you, if you, like, I love talking about making things ritualistic, right? Like I light my incense or my candle before I meditate in my closet, the incense drives my husband crazy. (laughs) He does not like it, but, um, but being able to have like something to look forward to, like I get to light that candle that I love the smell yeah. of, or, oh, that's so fun. Uh, yeah, I love that. And also I always say, have your mat laid out, have a space in your house where the mat is already laid out mm. so that you are pulled towards it. And I know some people that put it right next to their bed. So they roll out of bed, they do their yoga, four or five poses, and then they go brush their teeth. So right. it's like the step in between the bathroom, you know, yes. you roll out, you do your yoga and because if the mat is next to your bed, just to get into the habit. But I have a space in my house that I just put the yoga mat in a corner. So when I walk by, I'm like, okay, I got to do something. So I might even just do two poses three times yeah. a day, yeah. you know, because the yoga mat is out unrolling it, setting up a space that also cause overwhelm. And yeah. you're just like, it's just another step. The thing with creating habits is that you have to make it easy. It has mm-hmm. to already be there, right? When you have to roll out your mat and put it down and then take out all your candles, it's just hard. Your yoga mat should be there. Your lighter should be there. Your candle should be there. Unless so your kids there's no excuse. Lighter. Right. Exactly. Oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> Lighters in themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and, and I think that's amazing to talk about, like, you don't have to commit an hour. You can commit five minutes or, or one minute just doing, you know, two poses to you know, help get you energized. And probably once you do two poses, you're like, all right, I want to do more. Exactly. That's what it is. So you're going to put a freebie in the, um, notes this week. Oh yeah. Um, my, my, my nine tips to surrendering for the control freak in you. (laughs) Exactly. Because when you do yoga, you have to surrender yourself. Yeah. You you should surrender yourself in everything you do, but yes, absolutely. Exactly. Yoga is really so. Well, always so good to talk to you. I swear to God, Tuesdays are my favorite days. I know. It is. It's that we learn so much. And we do. And the, yeah. And to contact Kate or myself, we just have to go in the show notes. All our yes. info is down there. And she's going to put a freebie. And listen, share, and subscribe. Yeah. Right? Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Sure. Talk to you later, Kate. Take care.
Bye. Bye.